Hi, and welcome to Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast, highlighting artists, teachers, authors, and philanthropists of the regenerative movement who are committed to planetary purpose. So in other words, a holistic vision for planet Earth. My name is Julian Guderlei, and in today's episode, I'm interviewing Preston Smiles. Preston is an emerging leader, speaker, freedom coach, and author. He published uh, two books, Love Louder, 33 Ways to Amplify Your Life, and also Now or Never, Your Epic Life in Five Steps. He has impacted millions of people in the self-development space through his coaching, events, his videos, and his just like massively positive attitude. He's best known for the bridge workshops with his wife, Alexi Panos, and the man cave focusing on conscious brotherhood, stepping up the game of what it means to be a man in the 21st century. And so I'm really stoked to have Preston on the show because he is a walking embodiment of that regenerative attitude. And I think we require those examples to, to learn and uplift each other. And so in that context, I feel like it's one of the most important pieces to achieve those global goals we have, those sustainable development goals, is to like really show up and create a life worth living. And with these words, welcome to the show, Preston. Ooh, ooh, let's do it. What's up, my man? Yes, yes. Beautiful. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Um, and uh, game time. Let's talk. Let's see what wants to be birthed in this conversation. Yeah, absolutely, man. I love your I love your positive attitude. I love how you just start with like sound and vibe, and that like instantly like it gets me to smile. It takes over, and there's no way to escape that vibration, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. That's um, you know, if you a lot of us tend to think that that mindset is the mo most important thing, and it is very important. However, we are still animals. And when we shift and allow our animal, our physiology, our biology to express, um, we are more receptive to the gratefulness, the abundance that is our lives. And so I start with a sound and a body movement to um, open up the channel and the space for whatever wants to come through. I love that. Let's drop in on, on this, on this notion of like over intellectualizing and over like mind making everything about the mind. Like I totally believe that ultimately we are perceiving through the mind, but yeah. when I'm stuck in my intelligence and intellectual kind of identity, yeah. I'm stuck for good, man. Like in that place, like I don't feel good about myself. I don't feel good about others. And none of these ideas of regenerative or sustainable development are even like remotely possible. Yeah. 100% man. Um, I, one of the things we teach in our workshop is that we, um, the human being is made up of four aspects. So there's um, the biology, right? The biofeedback. Um, there's linguistic, right? We're linguistic beings. We build worlds with our language. Um, and we are social and historical beings which means we are born into beliefs and interpretations. So if your mother was a Christian, nine out of 10, you are too. Um, if your parents have a middle-class mentality, uh, then nine out of 10, you have the same and so on and so forth, right? And, and then the last one would be, we are quantum beings. Um, and that's that space that people touch when they take Molly or mushrooms or ayahuasca or have, um, what do you call that moments where they get that there is only one of us here. And <laughs> nice. I, I, uh, I do my best mm. to 
bring an awareness to all four of those aspects on a daily basis, um, a moment to moment basis in some ways, and make sure that they're all being fed and also all being questioned to some degree. And I know that the questioning is happening from the mind and the mind is in my toe, the mind is in my head, the mind is everywhere, it's in my hair, it's every follicle, right? We know that there is all of this, all of this, when we break it down, when we look at Preston with the microscope, we just keep breaking it down and breaking it down and breaking it down and there is no thing and yet I exist. And so, um, in, in, and I know I'm jumping around here, but in, the, in um, I did Vedic meditation for a year straight every single day. And they would talk about the householder versus the monastic, right? Like this idea of being a regular person who pays bills and drives cars or the person who sits on a mountaintop and holds mm-hmm. their hands up like this until their fingers fall off. And... Um, it's interesting in the spiritual sort of community, we have these I- ideas about how we should be. And yet, yeah, yeah. and yet most of us, you know, we still got to pay bills and stuff, man. So for me, I'm, I'm, I'm riding the wave, man. I'm not sort of locked into any one ideology per se. I'm just being with what is and allowing myself to uh, learn from it. Because, you know, we have reflective yeah. consciousness. I love that so much, Preston, because I feel like this is, well, I can feel it in this moment that we're connecting here, but I, I feel like this is why you're walking your walk and why you're such a role model already right here, right now, because when you're being with what is, that's where the power is. Every time I try to map it out myself or try to get somewhere, I actually realize that it's not happening. And every time I'm just dropping into who I am and what's showing up, yep. you know, I'd like to, to reference your Vedic uh, meditation there. I feel like it's, um, for those of you who read the Upanishads or who are yogis, right? It's like what Krishna said to Arjuna, uh, mm. like live by the cosmic laws, but like operate within the human laws. Yes. Like I'm, I'm paraphrasing, right? But, but yes. basically if we're not meeting the dream and the cosmic laws in reality, we have zero power leverage. Boom, nailing it. That's it, right? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's such an interesting thing, right? Like we're in some ways trapped in these skin suits and um, if you really think of it that way, it sucks. But if you think of it as an opportunity, then it becomes really interesting to dive into the, like the nowness of every moment, right? It's so rich, it's so full. I'm never bored, never. I don't have to prepare for anything because my life is the preparation, right? It's like, and what's here? now and i'll be with that thing uh to the best of my ability and to the new now is here and um yeah it's a tricky thing man such a tricky thing and yet you play the guitar right and (laughs) that takes that takes a certain level of pre-planning right which which then becomes like the intention right so what one of the things we teach is that um intention minus reasons plus Aligned, committed actions equals results. I'll say it again. Intention minus reasons. Because if it's plus reasons, sidelines. We'll just, and everybody thinks their reasons make sense. It's like, oh, I have a kid. Oh, I'm, you know, I wasn't born with, you know, rich. Oh, I live in Sweden. There's no, oh, I live here. There's no guys that I can date there. Like it's everybody has a new 
reason, right? So you have an intention minus the reasons. You want to beat the game. You want to hack the game like you're playing Nintendo and go, ah, this is what, this is what the, the wounded ego will come and say are the reasons why this intention can't happen. So we list the reasons. And then we also, next to each reason, top three, we write why it's bullshit. We, yeah. we write why it doesn't actually, like it's not a fact. It's just an assessment. And so um, intention minus reasons plus aligned committed action equals results. And that formula constantly in my life, I'm asking myself, where in that formula am I off based on my intention? So given the guitar example, your, 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 your intention may be to uh, be able to play um, the, the Star Spangled Banner like uh, <laughs> Jimi Hendrix did, right? Like to be able to just like make it rain, right? And then your reasons, right? Minus reasons. Give me some of the reasons why you- Yeah, so my intention, this is a great, this is a great one. My intention for the guitar is actually to master the bodysuit to bring out skill. Oh. The, the, the reasons are, I'm bad at music, I shouldn't do this. I don't, I don't even want to learn other people's songs, so why am I starting in the first place? Yes. Um, my dad told me that like, I'm never going to learn it, whatever, right? Those are the reasons. Yes. Okay, so what would be the aligned committed action? And an aligned committed action is different than um, just action. Right. Yeah, so the aligned committed action is like, that's why you mentioned this example, because if, for those who, who don't know, before we hit record and I was waiting for Preston, I was playing the guitar. And so that's aligned for me because why am I doing this podcast? It's because I'm bringing out a form of my expression. Yes. And so when I'm waiting, I'm not like worrying about waiting for you. Yes. But I'm looking around in my room and I'm like, okay, am I meditating? Am I answering more messages? No, this doesn't actually feel aligned with the energy where I want to connect with you. So I yes. feel like, let me practice something else that's just like vibing into that, that energy. Thousand percent, man. And, and that's the thing. And I want to make the distinction between action and aligned committed action. Because, um, and I've been guilty of this many times where I'll, I'll have an intention. I'll even get bigger than my reasons. And then the first thing I do is something that doesn't actually move the needle at all. It's like something stupid, like rearranging my closet and like has almost nothing to do with the intention, right? It's like barely. It's like when people say, oh, I'm ready to launch my business in X, Y, and Z. All right, here's a good one. Clean say, up first, yeah, yeah, interesting. Here we go. They'll say at the beginning of the year, this is the year I'm gonna lose the weight and get in the best shape of my life. Yeah. And so what they do is, is they, they uh, make the intention and they, they do the first thing, they get beyond the reasons and they buy the gym membership. <laughs> However, it rains, something happens. And, and instead of taking an aligned committed action, like um, buying a package that has so much skin in the game that you would lose thousands of dollars if you didn't show up to the gym, instead of doing that, just action would be to shop on Amazon and look for new running shoes. Mm. Or, well, you know, I can't go to the gym if I don't have the best shoes mm. or, that is an action. Yes, it counts, but it's not the one that, that has so much skin in the game that you have to create results. I and, like your example, man. And, this is like an, an everyday kind of example. I feel like on the, on the global scale or on like a collective scale, it's the same around um, regenerative efforts for the world. Like, you know, it's, it's hiding behind. I need to just make sure I have an economic strength 
personally or as a country before I um, yes. take bold progressive leaps. That's bullshit. And I think at this point of our planetary like consciousness, we're kind of seeing that and we're, we're demanding yeah. leaders to do it. But then the truth is, are we doing it in our own life? Boom. That's it. That's it. It's like, oh, I have an intention to, you know, offset the carbon emission or whatever the case may be. And then, you know, we get a little bit bigger than some of the reasons. But the action that one takes is like, oh, I'm just going to post on Instagram. Like, that's not enough. Right? Like, you, you, you don't talk about it. Be about it. And the thing that I want to really nail home in that equation is the results part. It didn't say intention minus reasons plus aligned committed action equals winning. It says equals results. Yeah. And that's the thing that most of us get sort of hung up on is it's like, oh, I tried. I tried and I didn't win. Or I tried and they didn't, you know, respond well. Or I tried and I got negative feedback. No, that's results. You see, so, so I, I love that distinction. And it makes me smile, but also it boggles my mind because when you're a toddler and you're learning to walk, there's yep. no doubt on your mind that you're yep. going to do it until you walk, yep. even if the result is 111 times of falling on your face. And that so, I mean, we kind of understand neurologically and like through science and quantum science, why it changes and how we get conditioned. But, but what I want to ask you kind of as a related question to that is like, how do you personally stay that playful like what do you do what how do you bring this playful like joker energy to your life and then let it inform everything you do because you're such a great example of that i really appreciate that man and um i think it was 2015 i decided that that whole year was going to be about joy and play um and um fortunately and some of you may say unfortunately i've seen people die bloody deaths I've seen brains splattered on the ground. I've seen things that um, have had a lasting effect on me, but the kind that's made me love life so much, the kind that's made me remember what really matters in the scheme of things. And it's one of the reasons why, um, and my father just recently passed and my grandmother a month before that. And my dad died and it sucked, but I was really happy that for the last eight years, and really, especially the last two years, our relationship has gotten so, it got so good. And it's, mm -hmm. it's the thing you're pointing at, right? Like I'm, I'm so committed to making sure that my cup is full, that the overflow becomes for everybody else. Yeah. And I know, and this is what all of us has to ask ourselves, what makes my heart smile, right? I know for me, surfing, nature, my son's laugh and giggle, anything to do with like learning and um, teaching, all of these things fill my cup, right? And so if I'm doing that every day, I'm not talking about once a month. I'm not talking about like, you know, um, three times a year when I take a vacation. Every day, I do most of those things, every day. And 2015 was the year that I decided, and, and I want all of you to hear this, it's not real until it's scheduled into your calendar. Mm. And I put that in my calendar. I literally had every single day, 30 minutes a day, I must go skateboard, go put my feet in the grass and let the sun beam on my face, go meditate, go read, go do something for me. And 
filling my cup in that way created this sort of vortex of like, ah, life is actually beautiful when you're not a victim to it. When you choose and decide how it's going to be, right? We're all prophets. We're all prophesying. You speak what you seek until you see what you said, right? And so we're speaking it into existence and then matching that with the calendar alert. I have my students do something called a joy alarm and it goes off nice. three, time, three times a day. Every time the joy alarm goes off, they have to drop everything they're doing and just go absolutely bananas, right? Just like just feel into it, right? Well, after about two months of doing that every day, it the same thing happens every time. They're like, oh my God, I'm making more money than I ever have. Oh my God, my relationships with my parents, my fans, my family, my friends, my community, better than it's ever been, right? It's like the distinction and difference between somebody who's a vegan, who's an angry vegan versus somebody who is uh, a vegan who has their cup full, right? They become a bridge instead of, uh, you know, a, yeah. a, a machine gun pointed at you. And that, my friend, is some of the secret sauce. I got to tell you, man, I'm 39 years young and I keep getting younger and better. And I'm not attached to young, like age, mage, right? Like, yeah, but the youth and your energy and the vibration of youth is like clearly there, right? And then that I, I felt that in people who are 80 before who, yes. when you ask them, you're like, so, I mean, you're clearly older than me, but like you feel so youthful. And they're like, yeah, dude, it was just a choice that I made because I realized it's how I'm actually more joyful. And, yes. and that always inspired me when I interview or ask older people is like, what are their secret life hacks that they yeah. know based on having been in the body for a bit longer than me? Yeah. Yes, yes, for sure. I love that answer. I love, I love the joy alarm. I wrote it down because mm -hmm. um, what, what I do with some of my clients is like the meditation alarm because people often like ask me like, how do I bring meditation more into my life? And I'm like, well, just do three times a day, one minute. It's better yeah. than feeling guilty for not doing 15, right? Yes, yes. But the joy alarm is even better because mm -hmm. bouncing and jumping is like, it's there's science behind it too like it breaks up the neurological connections that just repeat the same story right yes. if you're able to shake it off and realize oh wow i'm eradicating the perception of who i thought i was yes yes i i have um another assignment that i give my students and it's called god goggles and what the assignment is and i got this uh because i had a what you call a mushroom a plant medicine mushroom ceremony uh about eight years ago where um, I essentially just saw the face of God everywhere I was. I saw it in everything. There was nothing that was not God. And it blew me away. And I said, okay, fine. I'm going to take this and do it every day for just, I'm going to see how long I can ex extend it. And so I started with like 10 minutes. So 10 minutes for the next 30 days, I'm going to every day just see the face of God everywhere I go. And the alarm will go off. And anything I perceive, anything that's in my space is God. And doing that, it made, it, it like switched the programming in, in my whole world. And there was this um, after effect, right? Okay, so I'm no longer seeing the face of God and everywhere I go, but there's something, there's a glow about me. There's an aura that's, that's remaining after that. And so constantly, mm, viewing life from the lens of it's all perfect even though we have things we'd like to shift and change about it my perception of 
God of the universe, of Buddha, of Jesus, of Krishna, of Allah, is that all of those things are one gigantic yes button. The universe cannot say no. There is, it's a, always a yes. It's always, and so it is. So if I say, God is all, the universe says, and so it is. If I say, love is all there is, was, and ever will be, the universe says, and so it is. If I say, why am I so fat? Why am I so ugly? Why is our government, why is our world so terrible? Why are people so mean? Why are people so evil? The universe has to show me that every single time in every single way. We cannot beat the thermostat based on the perception. But if you change the perception, you change oh, the program, you change the identity, you change the whole thing. And it, it, the funny thing is, I 100% agree, but on the state of the world, on the collective level, that yes. might also take time, which also requires trust and patience in those choices of our yes. perception, right? So sure. by, by simply asking who are the best people to govern our country or our uh, collective, yeah. that might not instantly make it happen. But as soon as more people start asking this and yes. more people start making this their regular inquiry, things massively change. Yes. Maybe at first only in your private life, maybe in your private connections, maybe in your private business, maybe in the way you create yes. change in your local community. But actually that's all that matters anyway. So yes. from there it ripples, right? And so this is exactly why I'm, I'm like, I invited you into this conversation because I knew you'll, you'll like, brings such good energy to continue this like clarity mindset because what I love about your videos too Preston is that you are not shy at all to share what sucks and what doesn't work for you and what you failed and what went wrong because a lot of people when they see this hyper positive attitude mm -hmm. they 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 leave out the negative parts yeah we're humans right so <laughs> yeah for sure 100% I think that and I want to presence this because a lot of us get into duality, either or thinking. And I think that's where I, I do really well. Um, it's, it's choosing, but not wanting, right? It's um, high intention and low attachment, right? Like, um, so when I, when I enter into conversations, when I see things that don't work for me, right, I'm not necessarily a fan of the way that Donald Trump is running America. I'm not. And yet I don't allow that to lower my vibration. I choose, but don't want. So I'm choosing to share my truth. And also if anger comes up within that, I say yes to that too. Right? And this is, to me, where um, a lot of people create dis-ease, not just in their body, but in their community, in their families, in the world at large. We've become sort of one-sided, um, dualistic thinking where we want to just get high on good all the time. And yeah, because yeah. of that, we're not, we're not weapons. We're not whole soul beings. We're not allowing ourselves to be like we were when we were children. Right? So, so dogs bark, cats hiss. Right? Humans cry, shit, fart, get sad, have sexual feelings. Let's, dro let's drop in there a bit more because I feel like what you're pointing at is like we're hooked on thinking, wanting only positive or, or with, which is also like an interesting state of the world everywhere where, yes. where I go is this like sarcastic, cynic, negative pointing out what others do, yes. which is like such a, a shitty place to be for yourself, mm -hmm. right? But so how do you personally... Um, 
express anger or find a way to use anger as a, a regular emotion that you're yeah. not trying to stifle? Yeah, um, every day to some degree, I, I express it in different ways. When it gets really heavy, I um, lock myself in my car uh, or I take myself up to the top of a mountain and I do something called a primal scream. And before I do the primal scream, I bring up whatever is there for me. And I allow myself to lean into the anger and I beat my chest and I stomp my feet and I writhe and I scream at the top of my lungs for like a minute straight. And then I just allow that energy to be there because all I'm doing is, is um, sort of cleaning and clearing. I'm creating energetic space because energy doesn't have stories. It doesn't speak English, right? It's just stuck energy. So the, the anger energy could be attached to my dad and the president. It doesn't matter. In the body, it doesn't matter. In the body, it doesn't have a story called, um, they called you a faggot when you were 12. In the body, it's just stuck energy that wasn't allowed to complete itself. And so when I do these exercises, I'm allowing the body to, to the, the animal, the biology to complete itself. And yes, thoughts sometimes, most times lead to feelings, feelings lead to actions and actions lead to results. Well, before that is programming. So the way I've been programmed leads to the way I think and the way I think leads to how I, and fill in the blank. And so for me, one of the exercises I do is a primal scream. Um, I like the primal scream, man. I've definitely done this a, a whole bunch of times. For me, there is, there is the freeing experience too. I kind of found a way to bring that into my singing and guitar practice. Yeah, It's like, like, it often sounds really off and I like learned to not give a fuck anymore. Yes. Because yeah. that's when, when I do that for five to seven to 10 minutes, I afterwards, and this is really interesting, like I afterwards don't feel misunderstood by people anymore, like at yeah. all. I don't care because I just listen to myself sing. Yeah. And so if I, if I feel like, oh, we misunderstood each other, I'm like, maybe I didn't communicate well, or maybe you're not listening, mm -hmm. but, but I don't feel an emotional trigger about it anymore. And it, it is directly correlated to my personal experience of playing and singing. Yes, because it's, it's just as like, oh, letting it out, right? Yes, you're transmuting the energy, right? That's one of the things that, um, What's the guy Napoleon Hill talked about? So one of the right. most important things is, is harnessing one's sexual energy and transmuting it. Well, our sexual energy is also connected to our passion and our passion is connected to our fire and our fire is connected to our anger. And so all of that, you're just using it. I do the same thing. Sometimes people say certain things in my comments and things like that. And I make an <laughs> entire series out of that. I'm like, let's get it. Like this, because, um, one of the things I've come to recognize is that um, I am not special. Neither are you. I'm unique, but I'm not special. And um, what I mean by that is like my, the things that show up for me, that make me upset, that hurt my feelings, that make me, all those things show up in millions and billions of people. And so there's probably gonna be some resonance. There's probably, if I express, if I allow myself and I become a beacon. I become a lighthouse for those who haven't been expressing. And you are, brother. Like, like you, you are. 
Thank you. Thank you. I have a, another question that kind of takes us off from like the, the mindset and the distinctions and all that. And I want to know from you, because I know you're a dad, if you could either single handedly or in a collective, if you could change the education system, what would you do? Oh, yeah. Um, I would, I would get together with amazing humans from as many different industries as I possibly could and have them sit together for months, months at a time and just look at and discuss what our world needs the most and how we can educate our children such that we can be a little more harmonized on our planet. And when I say a little more, I don't believe in full harmony. I think that ants are violent and horses are, and there'll always be uh, some space where we don't agree. That's what makes this whole thing awesome. Um, however, we can have harmony um, and peace beyond what we've been experiencing. And um, yeah, I wouldn't rely on just me, put it like that. Love would be the backdrop for sure. And everything else uh, I'd be open to and just be the, the, the person who sets the container up. I like that idea of bringing together lots of people to actually make it like a, an international quest almost. That's really yes. cool. That's, a, that's kind of a new, a new version of that. I, li I like your answer, brother. Yeah, um, you know that I, I use the word planetary purpose for my interviews and also like for my coaching programs. And I recently watched a video of yours kind of trashing the word purpose and I loved it. I, <laughs> and so I want to I just like dive in briefly into that idea of purpose and the notion of purpose and what it is and what it isn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that one of the most dangerous questions we get asked as children all the time is what do you want to be when you grow up? Because that assumes that there is one thing and that one thing is your purpose for being on this planet. And that's just super disturbing and deeply dangerous. Um, I believe that we are all and on purpose with many purposes. I think that that S is uh, forever unfolding like the lotus flower and each and every one of us, no matter what we are doing at any given moment is exactly where we need to be. And it's kind of like the butterfly effect, right? Like it's like 20 billion things won't work or would not happen if you weren't sitting in that room at this particular time, listening to this particular podcast the resonance and the, the energetic vortex that you and I have created is serving someone else in this now moment. And this is a part of my purpose, right? Now we can talk about um, overgeneralized sort of ideas about purpose. Like when I speak about my purpose, I say that my purpose is to be the living embodiment of God's love as a father, husband, and transformational coach. Amen. Now that is in um, a general encapsulation of something that I may not be able to fulfill in this lifetime. And that's what keeps me going. It's, what, it's, it's a beautiful, worthy opponent to be with. Mm. So that's how I feel about purpose. I like it, man. The last question I have for you today is uh, your dream for the earth, right? So when I say holistic visions, this is kind of what I mean. Like definitely it's all about being here right now and embodying it from the here right now. But then what's that dream that's like, like awaken your soul that you hold for this planet? Oh, it's interesting, man. There's so, uh, 
I mean, first and foremost is for us as a planet to get that we won't have one for very long with us on it if we don't shift some of the habits that we've created. So my vision is, is, is a deep awareness because awareness comes before choice. So I'm just going to start in that space. It's the awareness as a collective that we are in the 11th hour and it is game time and time for all of us to begin to see how there is only one of us and we will be gone if Mother Earth does not get um, paid attention to. Yeah, man. Thanks for sharing that. I, I like this awareness um, piece to that, that equation because really it's already happening. We're already doing it. You listening right now, you're part of it. You speaking to that person, you're part of it, right? Yeah. Cool, man. People can find your stuff everywhere. They can just Google your name. I'll drop some links under this episode as well. Thank you so much. For sure. And that's that. Another episode of Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast. I hope you truly enjoyed this one and received some insights, knowledge, and a form of learning that you can directly apply to your life, into your relationships, or maybe even into your business and the way you show up for the world. Because this is a movement and we're all part of it. Very much so. And we're in this together. We're here to create a world of a triple bottom line where you win, I win, and the entire planet wins. We're raising consciousness together and you know that. That's why you're listening. That's why I love you. So make sure to share the love. Hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Invite a friend to listen to Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast. And if you have an idea who else you'd like me to interview, make sure you reach out and send me a suggestion. Definitely check out greenplanet-blueplanet.com, the website to the podcast. I've created a lot of different offers for you, free content, free meditations for you to amplify your connection to self, the state of social impact in the world, and for you to connect and listen to who you could support of the people that I actually interview because their missions are ongoing and a lot of them need more collaboration. And after more than 100 episodes now, with some of the world's leading social impact experts, I have synthesized my most inspired learnings and takeaways to create coaching and mentorship programs for you and the people around you. Let me share with you about planetary purpose coaching and mentorship experiences. If you're in a space in your life where you're ready to level up to amplify who you are, what's coming through you and what you're doing to give your gift to the world, then I would love to hear from you and I'd love for you to apply to one of my private mentorships or group mentorships because getting all of the juice, all of that life force that's in you out into the world is something you deserve and the entire world around us deserves. Also, I work with people who are entirely new to this, to the topic of planetary purpose or the topic of meditation, the topic of inside evolution and revolution. And if that's you and you're ready to step out of the ordinary and into creation, or if you know someone who is totally ready for that, make sure to check out the website or share the website. And you can also always shoot me a message on Instagram. I'll definitely read it and get back to you. Because, like, guys, this is real life. Let's be in touch and let's create this together. Last but not least, there's a few different group experiences I host, both in person and online. All of them are quantum learning environments, and I'm happy to tell you more. So simply inform yourself and stay connected, because whatever resonates with you, I'm here to support you and bring out more purpose into the world. And with that being said, wherever you are in the world, make sure to be you, show up all the way, be all in.
connect with someone today, make them smile, have yourself a stellar day. Lots of love to you and until soon.